Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Five Bytes Podcast. I'm your host, Rory Monahan. Let's get right into some news. This week, information has been released about a major bug found in the classic version of Skype. This bug takes advantage of a flaw with the updater. Security researcher Stefan Conta discovered that you can put a DLL with a malicious code into the user-writable temp directory and give it the name of an existing DLL. When the update runs, it will look for the DLL, find the one with the malicious code, and run it. This code could possibly gain system-level access, which could allow it to do pretty much anything. There has been suggestions that Microsoft may not actually fix this bug as it could require a complete code rewrite and it may not be deemed worthy of their time considering the direction they seem to be going with Skype and many of the applications on Windows 10 getting significantly redesigned. Interestingly, later in the week, Microsoft also pulled the installer for the classic version of Skype from their downloads page. One thing seems certain, the future for the classic version of Skype remains pretty unclear. You may remember in episode 4, I highlighted a bug introduced by the January patches on Windows Server, which broke GPO and Sysfall. This has been fixed in KB4074590 for Server 2016, which was released on February 13th, and also KB4074594 for Server 2008 R2 and Server 2012 R2. Credit to the great Susan Bradley for bringing this one to my attention. This week, Citrix announced the acquisition of Sedexus. Sedexus provides the ability for dynamic application delivery by applying several different layers of logic to manage traffic to always route for optimal performance. For example, if there is a network issue using a certain route, traffic for people in that region that usually goes that route will dynamically get directed to the best alternative. This is particularly interesting for those larger organizations relying on resources across uh, different geographic regions, across many CDNs and data centers. Part of the power of this solution is the incredible analytics layer at play. Part of Sedexus's analytics is actually available to the community. You could sign up for an account get a tag in the portal, and then take this tag and put it within the code on your own website to check out the analytics space for your site. As of Friday, the 16th of February 2018, Google Chrome now comes with a built-in ad blocking. This ad blocking won't block all ads, but it will block nu- nuisance ads which take up an entire page, maybe autoplay, or ads which flash. Sites which are deemed as repeat offenders will have all ads on their sites blocked. Ars Technica deliver once again with an incredibly detailed article about the complexity of the Spectre Variant 1 bug and how Microsoft are trying to address it with compiler changes. As always, I provide links for each episode in the YouTube description and on my site. So check out those links. Also in the news, Citrix App Layering 4.9 has been released this week with a new Nutanix connector. AppV on Windows 10 has received some important updates in KB4074588, switching back to VREG for virtual registry from CREG as the default. And now this episode's hot jobs. The hot jobs this week features IGEL who are advertising two sales positions in San Francisco, as well as several in Europe. 
They are also seeking technical support engineers in Augsburg and Bremen, Germany. And now for this week's scripts, tricks and tips. This week we're featuring zenapblog.com's amazing automation framework. Eric provides training on the automation framework throughout the year, so check out his site for details on that. But there is a community version available which you can download today and try out for yourself. This incredible tool allows you to quickly build out and deploy all kinds of different servers, um, domain controllers, Citrix delivery controllers, uh, if you want to deploy PVS servers, MCS, ZenApp session hosts, you name it, he's automated it. This incredible offering or this incredible tool could potentially save you months and months of work. So I suggest you check that out. Again, that link is going to be shared on my site and in the YouTube descriptions on this page. If you've been enjoying the podcast, please feel free to share it on social media or with your colleagues so we can um, try and grow this thing. Also, to ensure you're always up to date and getting the notifications, I suggest within YouTube, if you uh, subscribe to the channel and also click on the little bell icon to get live notifications. And similarly, if you use SoundCloud or other platforms, you can subscribe and turn on notifications. As always, thanks very much for listening. <laughs>